have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In God. Yes. I am rejoicing and I am rejoicing in the Lord Jesus Christ and in the power of his resurrection. The power of what is resurrection? It gives me every, it gives me the hope here. It makes my faith come alive. The resurrection, the reality of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ give, make my faith come alive. Alive, it's not dead. I have a living faith in the Lord Jesus Christ through the resurrection power. The reality of the resurrection repositions us. You have been repositioned this morning. The last couple of days we have been talking about Paul. He was repositioned. He went from an accuser. He went from somebody who was bringing full destruction against Jesus Christ to a builder of the church. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 1, Paul introduced himself again. He says, Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. So each time he opens one of the epistles, he goes back and he brings into remembrance that it wasn't man who gave me this position. It was the reality of the resurrection. It was my encounter with Jesus Christ that repositioned me from the man that I was to the man that I am. It was Jesus Christ, the reality of the resurrection, that repositioned me. It wasn't religion. It was the relationship. It was the moment in time where he had that experience. He had that encounter with Jesus Christ. And then from there, he goes forth and he allows the Spirit of God to minister to him. He allows the Spirit of God to be present when he's studying the Scriptures. When he was named was Saul, he was studying the scriptures. He was taught under the best of the best Pharisees, but he didn't have the spirit of God showing him the revelation of the scriptures. He was learning it as information. He was learning it, learning it as fact, knowledge, but not revelation. It has this, takes the spirit of God to be with us in our study to bring forth the revelation and not just vain repetition of facts but to have the revelation of the relationship that God desires to have with us through his word, that his word is alive. So the spirit of God is with you as you're in, in the Bible and you're reading through the scriptures. We can't allow the enemy to come in our mind and say, oh, well, you don't understand this or you already know this because that's another one that he tries to hit you with. Oh, you already know that scripture. Yeah, don't you remember they did that one at church five years ago? Yeah, you already know that. <laughs> but do we have the experience? Do we have the proof? Do we have the reality of the scripture bringing forth fruit in our life? So we need the Holy Spirit with us as we continually go over the scriptures as Paul took time to do when he was first converted, go over the scriptures and allow the Holy Spirit to minister. It brings forth divine breakthrough in every area of life. And then it's so intriguing as we look at Galatian here. And uh, listen to Paul as he teaches here. And 
and look at what he was saying in uh, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Because here, here is the, the truth that he bringing out. He says in verse, verse 17, if you look in verse 17. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. Yeah. You are still in your sins. Yeah. If Christ is not what? Risen. A, everything is what? Futile. You, dead. Mm-hmm. So without the resurrection, without the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ, nothing will work. So we have to believe. We what? Not might believe. We have to believe in the resurrection. And we believe it through the scriptures. Oh. By revelation, it's according to the scriptures. So we believe through revelation, the encounter that we had with Jesus, that it had to be a God who was able to overcome death to be able to bring life into our situation when we know that we were all at the point of spiritual death. And he, he, he make an emphasis here. We will ever emphasize verse 17, the reality of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul says here, and if Christ is not risen, let's put that there. If Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sin. You're not saved. If, if you don't believe, he says, that Christ comes back, from the dead, then he's saying, your Christian faith is worth nothing. And, number, and he says, number two, he's, he's telling you clearly, and Paul was afraid that he wasn't sugarcoating nothing. He said, I will tell you, you're not saved. Mm-hmm. You're not saved. And he was a guy, he's saying this from what? Experience. Because he did not believe in the resurrection. He did not believe it. And since he didn't believe it, he knows he did. He wasn't saved. He, but by revelation and through the scripture, God revealed his son to him. And now he become a believer. Yes. It reminds me of this song. What can wash away our sin? Nothing but, but the, the blood. blood of Jesus. Yes. That comes from right there from verse 17 in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. What can wash away our sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. He went through the crucifixion to the resurrection, and then now we're experiencing those 40 days where he remained in the earth to encourage the disciples, to encourage the believers, to ensure their position and then he goes forth and he ascends unto the Father. And after that, then the Holy Spirit is released. That's because that's the key. That's mm-hmm. the foundation. You, you wonder, why did Jesus didn't just go straight to heaven? But he stays around. My mind, you know. Yeah, Jesus went to so much on the cross. On the way to the cross, not only at the cross, we forget. On the way to the cross, even through so much agony and pain, and on the cross again, and then he says, the utter those last words, it is finished. Into, into your hand, I 
present my spirit. It's done, God. Hallelujah. This job is over. The beaten, the, the, the scorn, the agony, all of this is done. And now, I'm back with you. Aha! Come, resurrection morning, he comes back up. And he says, now is the beginning of something brand new. <laughs> the beginning of something brand new. The task was to redeem you and I from our sin. And in order for that to be real, he has to prove, show himself. Because if, if he didn't, uh, the devil would have a field there that, oh, see, he didn't come back. If he went straight to heaven, the devil would use that, man. That, how you know? He did not come back. He says he would come back, but he did not come back. So Jesus came back and hung around for 40 days as a living proof that he is the Messiah, the son of the living God. And guess what? We can join with Paul, Diana. We can join with Paul now and receive the resurrected Jesus Christ and can say like Paul, by revelation, according to scripture, he revealed himself to me. When he died, when Jesus died on the cross, there was dark in the middle of the day. Yeah. The earth shook. All who were there, the ones that were talking against him, they all bore witness at his death. Surely this is the son of God. Surely he's the son of God because of the when he what took place, the physical manifestations that took place in the earth when Jesus was on the cross. But he also then at the time of the resurrection when they had put him in the tomb, they had came with some money and they tried to pay off the guards to say, and the people to say that his body was stolen. They did not want the resurrection power of Jesus to be exhibited in the earth. They didn't want people to know that he resurrected. They tried to bribe them, pay them off, say, circulate the report that his disciples came and stole him by night. So that was a bribe them to spread a false information to spread a lie because they did not want the people to know of the resurrection power of God it was unstoppable when he was on the cross when he was being crucified it was undisputable everybody that was there knew it shouldn't have been dark for three hours in the middle of the day when the earth began to quake they knew something out of the ordinary was taking place on that day and then they began to look at one another surely This is the son of God, surely, surely. But then now that was one part. The resurrection is the part that differentiates the Christian religion from other religions because we have a risen savior. So now they're trying to block them people from seeing the power of the resurrection through money bribes, through circulating false reports. So when Jesus begins to present himself to one individuals to small groups of people, then to over 500 brethren. At the same time, he's bringing forth that evidence, bringing forth that account that, no, he, he resurrected and he's now in his glorified body. So way things appeared to be three days before were no longer so. It was a new 
beginning. It was a glorified time for him and for the body of Christ. The resurrection power, the Bible tells us that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells now in each and every one of us. The same power. So anything that may appear busted or disgusted in your life as Jesus appeared on the cross, busted and disgusted, all beat to the point where he was unrecognizable even as a human being. And then three days later, he presents in a glorified body. They don't even recognize him at most times at the first look because the last Jesus they saw was, and some of us are in that place. The last Jesus that we saw didn't appear to work. The last Jesus that we heard about was broke and had people doing things that were of no good. That So we feel the perception is of it. But there's a different Jesus. There's the glorified resurrection power of Jesus Christ that liveth in each and every one of us. Why? Because of what took place on the cross, because of what took place in the resurrection, because of what took place through the ascension and the release of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he loves us. In order for us to be able to have full relationship with God, when Jesus was on the cross, the veil of the curtain was torn from the top to the bottom. It opened up unlimited access for us to God and God to us. That's why after the resurrection, Jesus was presenting himself to the people. He was coming from different ways, coming through walls, coming through doors, showing up in the midst of them. They no longer had to pursue him and hawk him down. He was right there popping up on them. He continually was coming to them in order to encourage them and to let them know of their position in the earth. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.